Okay. 32 needs a ranch. No. Table 46 needs a ranch. 32 needs water. Crap. Why is the bread not ready yet? Where are the bus boys? Alright. Ranch for 46. Water for 32. <gasps> Did I really just spill red wine on myself? Whose table is that? Why are they looking around for somebody? Please don't tell me that's my table. Crap. That is my table. Thank you for your patience. I'll be right with you in just a moment. Why am I over here again? Hey, Raven, can you help me with something? Not now, bro. I'm in the weeds. Hello, and welcome to the second official episode of the In the Weeds podcast. Today with me, I have one of the longest friends I think I've got, actually. Uh, do you want me to say your name or no? Yes, Kayla? Yes, of course. All right. Yes, yeah, her name is... <laughs> this is Kayla. Kayla and I were together at that very first restaurant that I was telling you about. We are going to keep names of restaurants out. Just in case. Um, She was with me with that very first home restaurant that I was talking about in the first episode. And we have built a friendship that lasts 10 years Years. now. Yeah. Yeah, It's been a long time. Crazy. (laughs) And, like, what's cool about Kayla is Kayla did kind of a very similar situation. Um, I'll let you kind of introduce yourself. But tell me, like, your experience with the restaurant industry. Um, well, I started when I was about 16 years old and I, you know, I started at the bottom as a host and I worked my way up. I was there for about four or five years and I worked my way all the way up to bartending and really it was just a great experience for me. Great money, great atmosphere. Um, you know, if I ever thought about going back to work, that would be the first place I would go. (laughs) So ultimately you left though, you left the restaurant industry. Why? I did. I, you know, tried the steady job thing. I got a job at a doctor's office, full time benefits, 401k. Um, in the long run, that does seem like a better option at times, just so you have something steady, you know, but Mm -hmm. for me, for now, as I'm a mom and I'm a stay at home mom, a mom of two. Mom of twins, yes. It's <laughs> crazy. Two babies. But, to, you know, if I did go back, I wouldn't go back to the doctor's office. I want something that's, you know, fast money, um, something that's competitive, great. You know, they really are flexible with the hours. I don't have to be there full time like I would at the other place to make the same amount of money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times that becomes not only like depending on who you ask that might be the trap quote unquote of the restaurant industry is that like you kind of get stuck in this loop of like well they're flexible with me and I make great cash yeah but then like in the same effect like it's hard to leave then because getting like you get used to making that kind of like I had a really great night last night like I mean, not to turn this about me, but, like, last night, I worked from 5 o'clock, I clock, 5 o'clock p.m., I clocked out at 10.45, and I made $345. Wow. That's, that's, that's the beauty of that's it. That's cash, take home, not yeah. including what's in my check that I'm going to, you know, pay taxes on. I do pay taxes. Um, that's, you know, $345 in, on a Tuesday night. Right. Like, it's hard to get away from that. That's why you end up getting stuck in this industry, exactly. you know? Oh, my God. I'll never forget when I went, I left the restaurant. The I, I was working at, like, the, a steakhouse before I went to uh, work at the doctor's office. And that three-week, because it's like you get paid what, bi-weekly or whatever, but then, right. like, there's a week that you have to wait for the paycheck after. Yeah. That was the longest three weeks of my entire <laughs> life. Because <laughs> I'm so used to, like, whatever I needed an extra dollar, I just 
work an extra shift. So now you left the rest. You you met Scott, your husband. Right. I was there for that. (laughs) I was there. Hi, Scott. (laughs) So you met Scott. uh, You fell head over heels for him. Um, It felt like quickly, but it really was not that quickly. Um, And then you got a job at the doctor's office, and things were going good. You had your babies, and... Then I called you one day and was like, hey, you want to do some catering? And you were like, hell yeah. yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Because it is different, but it is still service industry. Yeah. So my catering experience is basically just as much as my restaurant industry experience. I've been doing it for the same amount of time. Um, I did work for a catering company for a long time. Um, but when you were asking me to cater, that seems just as like a per diem thing. And mm. I also love doing jobs like that, too, because, again, it's just the extra cash. You know your set hours. Um and yeah, you know, it's definitely different different than the restaurant industry because I feel like catering is just maybe a little bit more laid back than the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that case, it's a little bit different. But um, I've only catered yeah. once. Really? I've only catered one time. Yeah. yeah. And I was scared the whole time. Yeah. It's definitely more pressure, I feel like, because it's more upscale, you know? Yeah. And, and I, like, people are expecting more of you. And and so, like, all right, in my experience, the, the one that one experience that I had, it was at a Christmas party. And I went to this, like, fancy schmancy house. When I tell you fancy schmancy, like, they had service quarters. Like, there was, like, a, like a, like a part of their house that, like, had its own, like, kitchen and bathroom and, like, that's where the people who clean their house and, like, whatever, like, they stay there. Wow. And so, like, I got there, like, an hour before the, the party started. And the woman who owned the house, she was very nice. You know, she was – she's like, this is where this is. This is where this is. And basically, like, was showing me, like, what the, where the platters go and, like, when she wants things served. And um, I was, like, overwhelmed. I had just had Riker at that time. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. So then as people got drunk – People started getting drunk, and then the people wanted to talk to me. Yeah. And I was like, am I allowed to talk to you? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait a minute, are we supposed to be friends, or am I supposed to keep my mouth stu- shut? Like, <laughs> yeah, and, like, so, like, I never did it again. And she did ask me the next year if I wanted to come back, and I, I ended up giving it to my sister oh, okay. because I was, like, yeah. I, I kind of didn't, I didn't know what to do. And it wasn't that I didn't like it. I was just... So it was just very different yeah, in my experience. Different. Yeah. Would you consider maybe doing like would you consider starting that business or do you think you want like the structure excuse me of the restaurant industry yeah you know i think that the restaurant industry would be more flexible with hours Mm -hmm. um and i also just like the idea of being comfortable being myself being allowed to talk to people have adult conversation you know you really lack that when you're a stay-at-home mom so to think to be back into a business where I get to talk to people every day, you know, <laughs> it would be, it would be so nice. And, you know, like you said, with the catering thing, you're not really sure if you're supposed to make conversation or if you just stay quiet and, you know, do your business and get home. So I think the restaurant industry would be better for my mental health. And yeah. Know. Yeah. And that's actually, well, that's, I, I, Definitely, you know that I have a lot of background information when it comes to mental health, and I'm going to bring that into this podcast 100% because it's so important. And I do think that specifically servers and – well, not specifically servers, but specifically night shift workers, um, we – all of us struggle with our, our mental health a little bit because of our sleep situation and our social situation because, like, 
Working is my only social time, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. And now this. But, like, I have no friends because most of my friends work while, I, while I'm home and I, or home while I'm at work. So, like, that's definitely a shift, you know. And soon your girls are going to be big. And then, like, that's not going to be an issue. But I do remember, like, when JoJo was little, like, the first thing I wanted to do was, like, I need to not be here. Like, <laughs> I need, like, three hours a day where I just don't have to think about where the bottle is yeah. or where, like, you know what I mean? So, I definitely yeah. get that. So, um, I do want to talk about toast. Okay. I, this is to my listeners, I was not supposed to have Kayla on this show. Um, she was going to be on a, a different episode, but I, I had a different friend that we were going to go on this first date. And excuse me, I'm so sorry. I'm waiting on a doctor's doctor's phone call, and that's why my phone is on. Um, I was supposed to have a different friend, and the, that friend and I, for this specific episode, did not work out. So Kayla was not the date on this on this date, but she's been to the restaurant, and I want to hear what's your feedback specifically it's toast i'm talking about toast there are two locations one in patchog one in bayshore i've been to both of them have you been to both i have not been to the bayshore location okay so then we could talk about patchog because i because yeah it's the same one specifically the decor oh it's it's so nice it's so warm and inviting it just like really sets the mood to have a nice breakfast really i think it's a little overwhelming do you i do i think like sensory issues like it was overwhelming to me like there's like stuff hanging from the ceiling yeah there is there's so much to look at i'm like like, i like that though because when i'm out to eat especially when i'm with my husband there's really not much to talk about at some point so you know what i'm just like looking around checking out my surroundings the waitress like came to the table three times i was like i still don't know what i want (laughs) i'm like there's a bicycle above your head like um i did end up getting i'm i'm like trying to be keto right now so i ended up getting like i'm not trying i am keto good for you i'm doing the keto diet right now but i got like egg whites and sausage so like maybe the food really wasn't like but honestly it was better than any egg whites and sausage i've ever made really it was delicious yeah and then my friend who i don't want to let i don't want to say her name but my friend had like this awesome omelet, and I'm going to post, um, along with this, I'm going to post the receipt and everything that, like, so, because we did stay within the budget. She got this awesome omelet. Um, we got, like, this fruit salad to start. I got a delicious cappuccino. It was awesome. She got this chai tea latte. The food and the service was absolutely amazing. Um, I did find out something, though, and I want your opinion. Okay. Or feedback, I guess. They pool tips. Okay. Have you ever worked in a restaurant where you pool tips? I have not. Me neither. No. But I don't think that I would like it. Me neither. I think that you should be compensated for the way that you work. And I hate to say it, but some people don't work as well as others. And they don't deserve the same tip as you and I would make. Right. And, like, so at my restaurant, I have regulars. Right. 
like that come in to see me. And when they want to throw me an extra $15 because maybe they forgot to come last week or like whatever. And so they're going to, they like, not that they owe me it, but like sometimes people do feel like, Hey, like I, I come here every Wednesday. I wasn't here this last Wednesday. So here's an extra 10 bucks. And they, and they do that for me. And so like, if I had to share that, I think I'd be pissed because that's a relationship that I made, you know? So like, I don't know if that I would feel good about that, but alternatively, like she, like the, the waitress, when I asked her, she's like, well, actually I feel like it it helps everybody kind of work a little harder because where they might be like tempted to be a little lazier they're not because they, like, they know that, like, somebody else is relying on them. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't know if I trust my coworkers to feel exactly. like that, though. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> you really need, like, a strong bond for yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know? Like, I could, I could, like, I worked at, um, I'll say it. I'll say what the company, I worked at Olive Garden once, and there we have service partners. Okay. So, like, you'll have, like, a six-table section with a partner. And that was cool because that was like, oh, crap, table 36 needs something. And then, like, your partner knew that, too. So, like, you would go to give 36 whatever they needed and, like, they already had it. And you're like, oh, good, awesome, thank yeah. you. You know what I mean? So that was cool. And then at the end of the night, you were only splitting with that one person. So you also kind of know who to blame in a situation. Like, really, Kayla, you didn't do that? You know what I mean? Like, right. whatever. So that was okay. But that's my only experience that I have with sharing tips. Everything, everything else, I've never not done that. Yeah. So. I mean, the experience, as much as I have as sharing tips, is bartending. You know, that's the only time I've ever shared tip was when I was bartending with somebody else, and then we split the tips. Yeah. Bartending before COVID and bartending after COVID is so different. Really? When you come back. Yeah. When you come back to the industry, you'll see, like... I feel like people are less motivated to come out of their house, but once they do come out, they want to spend money. Right. Or they want to drink. I don't know. One of the, one of, one of the two. I people are more appreciative of being able to go out now and do these things, and people really appreciate you being there and being so friendly. And Yeah. You know, we took advantage of things before COVID, and I really think it helped to open up our eyes on you know, just everyday lifestyle things that we take advantage of. And like you said, like, you right now are struggling with, like, socially, like, you want to get out of the house. And, yeah. they're, and, like, you're not alone in that. A lot of people are just, like, grateful to be able to leave their house. Right. And it's three years later. Yeah. Yep. Isn't that sick? Yeah. Oh, my goodness yeah. gracious. Like, they really flipped us upside down. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really the point of this podcast. This podcast is to, like, let people know that the people serving you your drinks and your food and making sure that that experience is an enjoyable one, like... We love the industry. I've not met... Well, actually, that's a lie. Because there are some people that, like, at the end of the shift, they're like, ugh. And, like, don't you hate that? Do you ever, like, when you're... When you... I don't want to say names. I don't even think... I can't even think of, like, a specific person. But, like, there's somebody that I work with right now who's just such a pessimist. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, if you don't like working here, why do you work here? You're going to find people <laughs> like that in any kind of job you go to. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. That's anywhere. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like when I, 
I like not that obviously I'm not always in the mood to go to work. Right. But once course. I'm there, like I love I love working in a, I, I get to go to a restaurant every day. Yeah. It's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> like, like I get and it's I work at my favorite restaurant. <laughs> so awesome. like yeah. like that's and management is weird. Um oh my god, you wanna hear something? <laughs> the other day, people say some of the weirdest shit. Excuse my French. But like so the other day was yeah, it was it was seafood night. We have like specials. Um and this woman orders shrimp and broccoli and on the menu it says shrimp and broccoli over linguine and a white cream sauce. Okay. Right? I bring out the food. I give it to her and she goes, "Is this what I ordered?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I think so." Like, yeah. She's like, "How come that looks like Alfredo sauce?" I was like, "Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> like, she's like, it says on the menu white cream sauce. <laughs> what is white cream sauce? <laughs> I literally just looked at her and then I looked at everybody else at the table like, uh, then the woman across, thank God for her, the woman across from her was like, what did you expect? What White cream sauce? Like, what is that? <laughs> Wait, somebody really said that to her? <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, thank you, thank you. Yeah, like, <laughs> thank God you didn't have to say it. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then there's like a other people and now i'm kind of going off on a tangent but like yesterday we everything you order at my restaurant comes with pasta right so i ask everybody like what kind of pasta do you want with that either comes with rigatoni penne linguine spaghetti honestly i don't know the difference between different i I do know what i know what the difference is but like i don't taste the difference it's just all texture things like whatever yeah but um this guy wanted penne I say, okay, same sauce. He got chicken franchise, penne on the side. I asked, because if you don't, spe- like, specify the sauce, they'll give you tomato sauce on the side. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you ordered chicken franchise, you might not want tomato sauce. You probably right. want more lemon butter, whatever. Yeah. So I was like, same sauce? He's like, yeah. Perfect. I bring out the food. He looks at it. He's like, is there any way I could get garlic, garlic and oil? I'm like, well, you ordered same sauce. I clarified. Yeah. So, yeah, you can, but you're going to pay for it. Yeah. Like, like, what do you mean? Like, that's it's the craziest. And then at my job, this is something different than corporate. But, like, if I make a mistake, I have to pay for it. Really? So Yeah. Like, wow. they Like, if I if they ask me for, like, a managot and vodka sauce and I give it to them in the wrong sauce, like, I have to pay for that. Wow. So... I am definitely not yeah. paying for it when you just changed your mind. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, that's crazy. I've never heard of that where you have to pay for your mistakes <laughs> at a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, because corporate, like, corporate, you have a lot more leeway to, like, make mistakes. Right. But here, like, I never write anything down at restaurants. Like, I have a very, like, auditory, like, learning. And so it's actually easier for me to pay attention to you if I'm looking at you. Yeah. But I write things down here because I want to be able to, like, shove it in their face like actually right here yeah. it says that you said same sauce yeah. like <laughs> like just so you know i wrote this down and that's what it says yeah exactly. yeah like so i don't know but i really do you, you write stuff down when you take orders or uh if it's a big order yeah i definitely do if there's just a couple people there usually i can remember it but if it's big i'm not gonna rely on my memory yeah <laughs> you know i mean i think that this is a good question, actually. I asked this at the restaurant. Like, what do you consider, like, the difference between a table and, like, a party? 
Like, for instance, I think six or bigger is a party. Like, now I have a party. Like, maybe yeah. skip me in rotation. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yep, I totally agree with you on that. I think six counts as a party. But even though now eight, technically to New York state law, you could do gratuity over eight. So, like, okay. eight is the law, I think. Okay. But I think six is a party. Like, you yeah. can't fit in a booth. It's yeah, a party. It's a party. <laughs> <laughs> can I join? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, can I, I actually said that yesterday. I was like, next time you guys come, I had a, ta- I had a table. They tipped me, it was like $200. Wow. Like, it would have been a really slow night if it wasn't for that one table. Right. And they were so cool. Like, the, like, there was one, I don't know, like, I, like, wrote, like, little things on their to-go containers. Like, I packed their stuff up, and, like, instead of just writing what it was, I was like, happy birthday, whatever. Aww, you know? That's a sweet little touch. Yeah, well... You know, you yeah, learn those exactly. tricks in the tree. Yeah. <laughs> it's those things that make them remember you, you know, and next time. a couple extra dollars, too, Exactly. You know? And that's what it's all about is, like, you have to learn those tricks. Yeah, finding the ways to just, you know, make an extra couple bucks. Yeah. I actually want to do an entire segment about that one day. Like, I have a lot of them. Like, uh... Like, one of the standards at that corporate restaurant that we worked at is to actually, like, when you walk up to the table... You get lower than them. So, like, you might see when you go to this corporate restaurant that you – that the servers will come up to the table and they kind of, like, scrouch down. Right. And that's, like, a psychology thing because when people are being served by somebody, this sounds disgusting, but they want to feel like they're better than them. So you're putting yourself in a position where you're lower than them physically, and it actually makes them feel better about themselves. Right. They say that with kids, too. You know, you're supposed to, like, get down and lower on their level. Right. Yeah. And, and not with dogs. Really? Because when you get lower on a dog's level, it gives them an opportunity to feel either like you're trying to be confrontive with them or, like, they can be a little bit more dominant with you. So, right. like, with children, you're coming down to them and saying, like, hey, like, I'm with you. We're both on the same level. You know what I mean? But with a dog, when you do that, then that might kind of be like they'll try to be like more assertive. So it's a psychology thing. Right. So that's one of those things. Like if you want your tables to feel comfortable around you, if you get a little lower, they feel like they're more like friends. I also kind of make fun of my tables. (laughs) Like to their face. (laughs) Like 100% I'll make fun of you. Like somebody ordered gluten-free pasta the other day and then she ate a uh, garlic knot. And I was like, so are we pretending or you just like gluten-free pasta? She's like, she's like, oh, I took a pill. Yeah, okay. I took a pill at Ibiza. T- <laughs> okay, you're just annoying. Gluten-free pasta, but we'll eat garlic knots all night. Yep. <laughs> One of my husband, actually, he has a friend that they play Dungeons and Dragons like every week or whatever. And he comes over, and he's gluten-free as well. So I'm making dinner or whatever, and, um, you know, he asks me if the tortilla chips have any gluten. And I'm like, you know, I'm not really sure. Here's the bag. You can check it out. And he passes on them, whatever. I offer cheesecake at the end. He's like, does the cheesecake have crust on it? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure I've never seen a cheesecake without crust. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, do you know if it has gluten? I'm like... I'm not sure. Passes <laughs> on the cheesecake. He comes over the next week. I make burgers and tots. I serve him his burger with no bun, no tots. He asks me where the tots are. I'm like, don't have tots have gluten in them? Like, make up your mind. Like, there are some, although, honestly, I'm allergic to eggs, and I'll eat them all the time yeah. just because sometimes it's worth it. Yeah. For me, tater tots might be worth it. Yeah, I like. I don't know if there are I didn't look at it like that. I don't know if there's gluten on tater tots. I guess maybe they flour them, but potatoes don't have gluten, I don't think. Okay. But, but they probably do flour them before they fry them. Yeah, I would think so. 
That's something I'll look into. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not gluten-free, even yeah, though right same. now I technically am, because right, keto is keto. like, what? But hopefully I don't have to be keto forever. Yeah. I think that's the point. Like, it is a yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. But I like bread. Like I, I want to have like I want to be able to one day not. I have PCOS, so like my body doesn't react well to sugar. Like I don't, my insulin doesn't like regulate itself for some reason right now. Right now, so like and like it's something we're working on. I'm taking some thyroid medications that are eventually gonna help, but for right now, I'm trying my best to avoid having to be like steady on medication all the time so i'm following a diet that's specific to what my doctor told me and it's not specifically keto but that's really the only thing i can explain like i'm eating like very low carb high fiber vegetables and like lean proteins yeah um which technically isn't keto because in keto you want as much fat as possible i'm trying to keep my like everything just as pure whole foods as possible i don't necessarily measure fat as much as I measure carbs, but, like, you're not going to catch me eating bacon all day. Like, right. I'll have avocados and nuts and stuff, but, like, I'm not eating a whole pound of bacon. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah. Um, I forgot what we were talking about. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. we just got on this tangent. <laughs> yeah. Well, going, being on a diet at a restaurant is crazy. I can't imagine, like, all these people with all these allergies. Yeah. Oh, that's what we're talking about yes. is, like yes. – being allergic to gluten must be yeah. hell. Imagine. Yeah. And, like, gluten-free pasta just doesn't hit the same way. No, it's definitely different. My girls eat whole wheat pasta, and, oh, my God, even if you put a pound of butter in there, <laughs> it's like you can't eat it. <laughs> I'm glad you're getting that used to it. Because, I like, it's, it's, that's a good thing. I know. I saw, like, they were eating strawberries. I was like, you go, girl. Uh, yeah, they eat pretty healthy, you know? Well, that's good. That's good. Because I feel like... The way you raise them is, like, eventually what they're going to crave. Like, Riker eats very healthy. Like, he he picks healthy foods. Oh, that's awesome. Like, he's never been, like, a chicken nugget and french fry kind of kid. Now, like, yes, he'll eat that. Like, of course, if we're going to a restaurant or something and he – but, like, I know some people who, like, their kids – like, they'll make a separate dinner for their kids. Like, yeah. no way. Yeah, no. My, that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. My children are eating the broccoli and the steak and, like, the lobster. The other day I made uh, flounder. I made flounder and Brussels sprouts, and, like, as I went to go flip the flounder, it kind of, like, flaked apart, because I'm, like, a weirdo. I can't eat fish if it's, like, undercooked. I'll throw up. Yeah. So, like, it started to flake apart, and so I just threw the the Brussels sprouts in it and, like, made, like, a casserole kind of a thing, and my kids loved it. Wow. That's it was awesome. It was Brussels sprouts, flounder, and, like, garlic, okay. and, like, that was it. Yeah. Was, uh, like, and my kids loved it. Yeah, so, like, awesome. if you raise them eating like that. Yeah. So anyway, we got off on a tangent. It has nothing to do with toast. At toast, like I said, let me look and see what we got here. What do we get at toast? I have the receipt because I am, I will forget if I don't take pictures. So this was my breakfast. Look how adorable it was. I had a little fruit salad, egg whites with cheese, and sausage. And look at that coffee cup. I know. The, the coffee co- cups are the best. I was tempted to steal that thing. Really? Oh, my. <laughs> I wanted to throw it right in my purse. <laughs> they definitely keep stock on them. Like, okay, that table has two coffee cups. Make sure you keep an eye on them. Exactly. Because they're like, like, if you guys are local and you want to go to Toast, go there. I wonder if they sell the cups. They probably do. 
Honestly, and if they don't, they should start because they probably make some money that way. Like, the, it was delicious. Like, and like, and the food was delicious, but the mugs were so cute. Like, I actually took a picture of my friend's mug too. I think somewhere. Oh, look, that was hers. Look at that. Wow. And like, toast. look at the bread, yeah, right? The bread. That is like the craziest. <laughs> to the carbs. <laughs> oh my goodness! And then that was Riker's pancake. Riker's pancake was not on our receipt because the whole thing is like seventy five dollars, and right. it actually didn't go over even with the kids. But I didn't want to take a chance. This is the receipt. So we got, I got a caramel cafe latte. Uh, she got a cappuccino. Um, then she got a Mediterranean omelet. I got, like I said, the two egg whites with American cheese, side of sausage, and a fruit salad. And it all came to forty eight sixty one. With tip, I hit seventy five because I tipped extra. Right, guys. That's I, reasonable. I know. It's reasonable. It was, and it was delicious, and it was packed. Yeah, it's always packed. That's the place. I feel like all these brunch places on Long Island, they always get so packed. Which makes me think I might want to work in a brunch place. Good hours, too. You're home by, like, 3 or 4 o'clock. The kids, like, while the kids are at school. Yeah, it would be perfect. Giving up every weekend, though, because, yeah, like... I mean, but you give up every weekend anyway. Yeah. When you're a server, like, to... I have the weirdest schedule ever. I don't work weekends, but, like... Yeah, usually when you're a server, it's, like, mandatory that you do weekends. Right, and, and I'm available. weekends anyway because that's where you make the most exactly. money. Exactly. You, know? you do want to work the weekends. Like, I was actually mad when I got this when I got this job. I was like, why don't I have any weekends? Like, my job is Monday through Thursday, 5 to 10. Wow. That's – but, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm making it work. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're, it, keeps, it keeps busy during the week and, you know, you're making enough money. Then those are good hours. <laughs> yeah, those are awesome hours. Yeah, and, like, I don't hardly ever really see my husband anymore, but that's okay because I don't really like him. I was going to say, who needs them anyway? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I feel like it helps our relationship a little bit because I'm not so in his hair and he's not so in mine. And so like when time we to miss each other. Yeah, and so yeah. then when we do see each other, like – we're like excited to yeah. see each other. Like I'm excited for Friday night. On Friday nights we take the kids on a date. Aww. And then like Sunday nights he and I go on a date. So like That's Saturdays funny. I actually went back. So, so I went back to that place that we were about to say. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I went back. They asked me to come back and I spur of the moment was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll do it because I was scared about not making enough money Monday through Thursday. Turns out that I'm making plenty of money. Right. But it it's kind of like a vacation. It's like Saturday night I go back to the ha- like the home restaurant yeah. and I see all my friends and like I make okay money and it's yeah. like all right cool. Like I don't really need that. So that's like my extra shift. So like Monday through Thursday are like my bill shifts and then that Saturday night where I make money like that's, like, if I want to get my nails done. Right. If I, like, want to do something extra, then, yeah, like. a little extra cash mm-hmm. for recreation. For recreation. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever that recreation is, exactly. you know? Uh, probably going out to dinner. <laughs> spending more time like 24 7 every day whether we're working or not <laughs> literally i'm like always in a restaurant but um get back to toast just because this is getting a little long now where yeah. i don't even know what we're at what time what's the time we are at 30 minutes holy, holy shit <laughs> i told you so getting back to toast guys i bought you a gift card again same thing as last time last week michaela Nakarado won. Woo! Woo! So she's going to be going to that restaurant that I can't say because I work there. But she's going to be going there. Hopefully she's going to tip her server. 
Raven, can we remind our uh, listeners how much that gift card is for? We can. So this gift card is is only for $15. Okay. And this gift card is for $15 because that buys you an appetizer at least... At least, perfect. At least, or at least both of your drinks and something, you know? And keep in mind, we give these away every single week, right? Right. Uh, so. So, next week, next week, Kayla, where do you want to go for lunch? Do you have any idea where you want to go for lunch? I really want to research it, honestly. Okay. I want to, like, <laughs> make sure this is a great spot. I what kind of a thing, what kind of, what kind of food it? do you like? Do you like, like, I'm not picky. American? I love American. I love American, but I definitely want to do lunch because I'm not a breakfast person. Okay. I'm actually can't do breakfast anyway because I'm allergic, like I said, I'm allergic to eggs and it gives me, I had, I had had buffalo chicken bowl for breakfast this morning. I literally had buffalo chicken with like ranch and like peppers and like you know what? It's keto. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not eggs because eggs give me belly ache. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so yes, we could skip breakfast. Maybe we'll get us a ju- big juicy keto burger, no bun for okay, myself. Okay. But let's we'll see. We'll okay. see. We'll talk about it. I will make an announcement next Wednesday because this is gonna air Friday, whatever day that is. Friday the third. March 3rd, I think. Yeah. Um, Friday, March 3rd, this show is going to air. And is it the second? No, today's the first. So, yes. Friday, March 3rd, this show is going to air. By the Wednesday after that, I will make an announcement where we're going. And we will have ourselves a day. I'm excited to go out to lunch with you and have you as my date. Me too. Guys, I'm looking for 10 shares on this show. Um, Same thing as last week. When you share, make sure you tag me at themama.com of those O's R zeros. So it's T-H-E-M-Z-E-R-O-T-M-M-A-D-Z-E-R-O-T-C-0-M-M-A. I'm also eventually, once I get a little bit more of a following on the show's page, going to switch the page, going to switch the sharing to the page's show, the page's link. So um, I just don't have any of a following yet, so it doesn't make any sense to tag right. that page. right. So. We'll work on it. Yeah, we're working on that. Um, so tag me at themama.com and uh, have yourself a really nice week. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>